to Rabbit Hole Happy Hour. (laughs) It's your boy, Mallory. And it's me, Ashley. (laughs) And if you haven't noticed, we've recorded three weeks in a row. So So, you better fucking be happy. And you better (laughs) give us those fucking five stars and a paragraph review that is all kind things (laughs) no but in all honesty we're recording tonight we're doing a mini episode again because we're supposed to record a longer episode next week but i will be out of town so we thought instead of making you wait we would give you a little baby app just as a little treat just a little treat for being such sweet individuals yes (laughs) <laughs> well so, is there anything new with you we, I, we've seen each other three weeks in a row which has been amazing but we have nothing to talk about i know <laughs> like pretty much all caught up yeah the newest development in my life is just that i've been watching some reality tv so <laughs> awesome I've been watching below deck <laughs> i've heard that's really just it's good. I heard it's good. It, it is. It is good. I mean, it's still reality TV. Yeah. So it's not well, like I mean, it's, you know, you know, brain numbing. Yes. Entertainment. But it's entertaining for sure, and it keeps you wanting to watch more. So. Yeah. <laughs> I've been watching. Well, I just started The Watcher, which is really good so far on Netflix, based on the true story. I don't know if you guys have heard about The Watcher. It was about a family who moves into a house and they keep getting these really, really creepy letters in the mail that this person is watching the house and knows everything about like their kids and stuff like that and that they've watched the house for decades and it's just super creepy. But the show is based on that, but it takes some creative liberties and some crazy shit goes on. So I totally recommend that. I'm not finished, but so far so good. It's so scary. Yeah, and also watching The Patient on Hulu with Steve Carell, which I've enjoyed. And then I just started, what's it called? The one I just told you about, the reality show. Love is Blind. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Because you just gotta. You gotta. Sometimes you gotta. Yep. Especially when you're stressed, you just want that, like... Oh, yeah. You want it to just take you far away. Yep. Which is what Below Deck is doing for me right now. <laughs> um, I used to be obsessed with 90 Day Fiance. Mm-hmm. Like when I was in quarantine and I was pregnant and I just like binged all of it. Yeah. I haven't been watching it recently, but it somehow came up at work and one of my coworkers also binged, like was binge watching 90 Day Fiance. So I'm really glad that we've bonded over that. Nice. It's really fun because <laughs> the characters in that show are... Oh my god, Mallory, you would love it. Well, I've seen the season with, I was about to say something else related to this, but like Big Ed and Rose and... Oh yeah. I've seen some of some other seasons, but not like all the way through. Yeah, there are some characters for sure. Yeah. Well, so Big Ed, speaking of him, this is just funny. Like one time I had a call at work and it was a patient that had some syndrome i can't even remember the name of it was it no neck syndrome it it was whatever <laughs> big ed has oh, and wow. i had to call one of our medical directors because sometimes when it's not in our criteria and we don't know whether it's acceptable or not for the patient to donate we'll call them and they'll make the decision mm-hmm. and the medical director was like well you know what there's this show on on 
TV that my wife has been watching. <laughs> and, and this guy has this syndrome. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> I'm watching that, too. Oh, my God. Wow. Anyways. <laughs> so that's the extent of what's new over Our here. Lives. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we're doing a little baby up. We're just going to talk about things that we found interesting, you know, we find online. And I found some crazy shit that I wanted to talk about. But, yeah. Oh, <laughs> to talk about how we both got violently ill this week. <laughs> oh, my God. The DIRB. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we both also had a hard week. Yeah, we both got sick. Mm-hmm. I puked more than I've ever puked in my entire life. I'm telling you. I didn't puke. I just had really... Diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but I also just was like super nauseous. My son had diarrhea (laughs) and got sent home from school on Monday morning. Oh no. And I had such a busy day and I was like crying and freaking out and... Oh my God. It it was fine. What do you do? I mean... But the same day, Tudor got a fever, and so Adrian, Adrian was fine. Like he, I was just super nauseous all week. I don't know. No, I'm not pregnant, you assholes. My coworker asked me the same thing. I was like, no. <laughs> no, I only do it in the butt. <laughs> you shouldn't say that I'm, next time. <laughs> I'm a Christian. <laughs> Isn't that how they get around it or something? Yeah. Losing your virginity, you do it in the butt? Yeah. Okay. Starting you off with a little bit of porn stars and toad venom. Um, Porn star Nacho Vidal from Spain has been charged with reckless homicide after a man died during a spiritual ceremony involving toad venom. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I don't love that someone died but what yeah so the victim was a photographer they don't really say much about who he is, he or she is but it happened in the town of Enguera near Valencia in eastern Spain and the ritual which took place in Nacho Vidal's home involved inhaling venomous vapors from the burning of scales from a bufo alvarius toad i'm very impressed that you said all of those words well it's probably not correct (laughs) i'm sure it's not (laughs) a ritual like what kind of ritual uh spiritual or mystical they Mm. said yeah nacho i know so the toad it's also known as the colorado river toad or the sonoran desert toad it releases a venom called 5-MeO-DMT, which is known to have hallucinogenic effects. Oh, yeah. Which I'm assuming, I'm assuming, since it has DMT in it, it's... The you know, spirit molecule. <laughs> <laughs> the spirit molecule. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Obviously has hallucinogenic effects, and it's about four to six times more powerful than DMT, so that's wild nature is wild i know and a frog is that why produces people lick to- like is that why people like you hear people licking maybe toads? maybe because hmm. it'll send you right off the edge on a trip <laughs> i don't know man so according to the court statement nacho <laughs> was 
quote, the director of the ritual, and he had experience in taking the drug. He allegedly supplied the drug and failed to control properly the amount that the victim inhaled. And so he could face up to four years in prison. Yeah, they, for some reason, the investigation was 11 months long, which is crazy for something like that. I think it's kind of like open, like open and shut type of thing. But I don't know. Anyways, and they threw in at the end of the article here, just in case you're curious, Nacho Vidal has appeared in at least 10,000 scenes in a porn career spanning 26 years. He describes himself as one of the most important exponents of the porn industry, and he's the owner of a sex toy store. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So this guy's into weird stuff, I, I guess. But look at your browser history. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, I mean, I'm too scared to even do anything like ayahuasca. Like, there's no way I would ever do a toad venom. I went down this rabbit hole years ago, like just watching a million YouTube videos about ayahuasca and just like super interested Mm -hmm. because apparently it has like healing effects and you're supposed to do it with like a shaman and you're guided. I don't know. It's supposed to be like 10 years worth of therapy all in one terrifying night or a few terrifying nights, but never done that. But definitely interesting to hear other people's experiences. Definitely won't do toad venom. Yeah. Mm -mm. Now that I know they can kill you. Yeah. Like, how does that work? Like, you... It's just toxic? I mean, yeah, they were inhaling it. I don't... I don't know how... I don't know how they... Maybe they, like... How do you get it to, like, an inhalable... Well, you said they were burning the scales, or... Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, inhaling venomous vapors from the burning I guess it was of scales. Venomous, so venomous is not good. No, <laughs> not good at all. That's wild. Yeah, I would not be doing that. I mean, people are into such weird stuff, and I feel like the richer you are, the weirder shit you have access to get into, mm-hmm. or like, I don't know if you just like have no need for anything else so you're like oh i'll just do this weird bullshit i don't mm-hmm. know <laughs> i don't know yeah. i'm just making I'll stuff just up blast off into the outer space yeah um, and on this show that i've been watching blow deck <laughs> <laughs> it's all you know like really affluent people chartering yachts and one of the people was a hypnotist and they did like <laughs> they had like everyone on the sun deck and they told the people, like the service people, like, we're just going to do a group hypnotism right now. And it was just like this really short and sweet, like it was literally nothing. Like I really, I don't know. Some people believe in it. I don't know. I'm. I don't know. Not convinced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just seems, seems more like a therapy, not like an actual yeah. hypnotism. Right. Right. Not like you're actually under the control. Yeah. More like you're relaxed and probably... But I was really surprised that you could make so much money being a hypnotist that you could charter a yacht. That's... Is that crazy? Yeah, that's crazy. Because when you said hypnotist, I was like, oh, but did he work on the deck? Like, was he one of the employees? No, he was was a freaking doctor or something? Or I don't even know. I'm sure he's not a doctor. I, I mean, unless he has a PhD. 
he ain't no medical doctor. Unless he is and just does this on the side. I don't fucking know, man. Well, that's nuts. I wonder why Nacho... Like, is this just another stream of revenue for Nacho? He does porn. He does sells sex toys. And he also... I know, right? How do you have time to do this? spiritual... He's the, the director of the ritual. So, yeah, he's got to be leading these things and making money off of it, I'm sure. Wow. And obviously not everyone that does it dies, but... Oh, so it also says the court dismissed proceedings against a cousin of Nacho and another person that was investigated, saying they had no criminal responsibility because they had no control of the situation and were not involved in directing the ceremony. And it says they've never named the man who actually died. So, anyway... Is Nacho a porn name or is that like an actual it's name? It's a porn name. Okay. It's a porn name. <laughs> it's like, I don't yeah, that's know not his I'm real name. <laughs> and that's like a popular name or I don't know. Well, thank you for sharing that story, Mallory. That oh, was, you know, you're welcome. You know, <laughs> just interesting. Yeah. I thought it was just weird. Well, this week, something caught my attention in the news. I immediately sent it to Mallory and I think it was a TikTok I saw. Mm. And I sent it to you. Was it a TikTok? I don't remember. But I think it was. It was so crazy that I was like, we have to talk about this this week. So on Thursday, October 13th, Manfred Renz returned to his humble Texas home to discover blood and human teeth in the garage and primary bedroom. That's insane. What a weird, like, what would you do? I would get diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> and then Diria. immediately call 911. <laughs> his 17-year-old son, Tyler, and his 49-year-old wife, Michelle, were missing. Their Mazda 3 was also gone. He called the police and reported them missing. And a clear alert, which is for missing adults believed to be in danger, was issued for the mother and son. Law enforcement in the Houston area quickly noticed a trail, allegedly finding a series of credit card purchases under Michelle Wren's name at gas stations leading all the way to Kansas. The next day, the car was allegedly spotted in Nebraska, so the Nebraska State Police were alerted. They were able to locate the vehicle on October 14th near Grand Island and tried to conduct a traffic stop, but the driver fled, resulting in a high-speed chase. The Mazda went upwards of 110 miles per hour for about nine miles. Eventually, the Mazda struck the back of a semi-truck, sending the car off the road where it crashed into a tree. So in the driver's seat was 17-year-old Tyler Renz, and he was pretty hurt from the accident, but they couldn't find his mother. Later, they check the trunk, and they find her dead inside. That's so awful. Tyler was rushed to the hospital to be treated for his injuries, and it was pretty obvious how Michelle died, but her autopsy concluded that she had died of strangulation and blunt force trauma. Ugh. So it's not looking really good for Tyler. No. You just drive around with a dead body and, like, your mother, dead your body, mom, in your trunk, dude. And he's like, what, he's, he's trying to flee from the police. He thinks he's going to get away. Yeah. Leaving a credit card trail. Mm-hmm. Good job, bud. According to court documents, Tyler only had the authorization to use the vehicle to go back and forth to school and did not have permission to operate the vehicle outside of Harris County. And so he was charged 
with the unauthorized use of the vehicle. And so that's how they were able to place him under arrest after he was released from his injuries being treated. Oh, okay. So a little background on Tyler. At the time his mother was killed, he was out on a $15,000 bond for a third-degree attempted sexual assault felony. What is third-degree sexual assault? Well, Mallory, I know exactly what third-degree sexual assault is. Wow, Let me just I cannot you. believe you know that already. <laughs> a person is guilty of third-degree sexual assault if he or she is over the age of 18 years and engaged in sexual penetration with another person over the age of 14 years and under the age of consent, 16 years. But I thought he was 17. I did too. Joey, no. <laughs> I don't know. Weird. Okay. Weird. Well. Either way, he has some sort of sexual assault. Mm -hmm. So according to court records, Tyler Renz allegedly picked a teenage girl up from school and stole her phone. But when she tried to retrieve it, Tyler became angry and ripped off her top and her bra. Um, Like, intense. Dude. Chill out. Why the hell? After that, according to law enforcement, the defendant repeatedly bit the girl on her back. Oh my god! Punched her groped her breasts and crotch, and then tried to take off her pants before pushing her out of the car without her shirt. Jesus. Then, as he drove away, he kicked her in the face so hard that she needed to get stitches. Oh my god. What a little hell kid. (laughs) (laughs) A hell kid. A hell kid. So that incident occurred in February of this year, and he appeared in court in April. So he has been charged with first-degree murder of his mother. Oh, really? That's like the most recent development. Oh, okay. But really don't know any other information. Oh, my God. So that's pretty nuts. That's all I have on that. But like, what the fuck? That poor dad, you know? Yeah. Seriously. So I just got, just real quick, got that information from lawandcrime.com and abc13.com. So if anything else comes up with this, I will keep you guys posted because it's pretty nuts. And I've been keeping up with the Debbie Collier case. There's not been any new developments with that, which is nuts. I've been checking periodically too and haven't seen anything. I cannot wait to get more information on that one because that one's crazy. Yeah. So with that, do you want to maybe take a little break? Go on a date. Go on a date on a break. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. All right, guys. Be back in a sec. Uh, Bye-bye. Literally, a sec. And we're back. And we're back. Welcome back to the podcast. So while we're on the break, I totally forgot. I have a little update about our boy, not our boy. <laughs> <laughs> Not our boy at all. Kagan Klein, the shit stain who is believed to be connected to the murders of Abby Williams and Libby German. Mm-hmm. I saw recently in the news that he will be tried in court in January of 2023. Not for anything having to do with Abby or Libby, to my knowledge, but for the 30 child porn related charges he has. Yeah. So he will most likely be imprisoned. For a while. Yeah. Either, yeah. Either way, he's going to be in there for a little bit. Although, I'm always 
very underwhelmed with the amount of prison time these types of things yeah get like josh duggar only got what did he get 20 12 years oh 20, 12 like that. unreal but yeah they said that there was not going to be any live streaming oh well this may have been in relation to a hearing he has coming up but the only thing they would allow is like live tweeting from inside the courtroom so well cool i guess i'll get on twitter yeah i have to find some reporters that are covering it yeah i wonder if brian Enson will be there i don't know i don't think he's done anything with this case as far as i know but i don't think so either but who knows i mean i don't know yeah news daddy (laughs) (laughs) so i have another article this one is just like just makes me mad so the family of a los angeles police department officer killed during a training exercise is suing the department for wrongful death. His name was Houston Tipping. He was 32 years old, and he died during an LAPD bicycle training exercise last May. And the family's lawyer is now saying that one of the other officers involved in the exercise was under investigation for sexual assault, and that Houston had taken the incident report. So they're thinking that he was actually murdered during this training exercise oh my god the lawyer says i'm certainly alleging that at least one officer engaged in an abuse of force in order to try and scare or harm officer tipping in order to prevent him from investigating a claim of rape what they said on i'm a, not surprised yeah god damn it. i know that that's the sad part so the training you know, was supposed to be bicycle training, but somehow wound up entailing the, quote, grappling exercise that the LAPD says killed him. Tipping's mother, Shirley Huffman, claims in her complaint that Tipping died during an exercise meant to simulate a mob attack. And the complaint alleges that his death was a product of intentional acts. That's nuts. Yeah, but... The county medical examiner ruled the death an accident, saying the suspicious injuries revealed in the autopsy were sustained during attempts to save his life, which you do see. Mm-hmm. I know with some of our cases, I mean, we see broken ribs all the time yeah, on a heart attack. That's pretty common, right? Yes, yeah. it's very common. There was no lacerations to the head. He was also not struck or beaten during the training session, the police chief said. And he also said he did grapple with another officer and both fell to the ground, which resulted in a catastrophic injury to his spinal cord. But they are saying that he wound up with three broken limbs, a lacerated liver, head injuries, and a broken neck. Holy shit. It seems extensive. I mean, so their lawyers claiming he was paralyzed and had subdural hematomas at three places on the left side and three places on the right side. That's hematomas in the brain. Mm-hmm. And that there's no way the grappling would have caused those injuries the way the LAPD portrayed it. So in July 2021, four police officers were involved in the sexual assault of a woman in the LA area. A report was taken by Officer Tipping and their defense lawyer says, I've seen that report. And the female victim claimed that she was raped by four different people, all LAPD officers. Horrifying. 
Isn't that crazy? The name of one of these officers accused of rape seems to correlate with one of the officers that was at the bicycle training. And their lawyer is alleging that the officer in question was the one that hurt tipping. So there's no video footage of the training that exists, which is also kind of weird because usually, apparently, those kinds of things are reported. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, they think that he was murdered because of this whole rape investigation. But the final outcome was that they think it was an accident or that... They concluded it was an accident. The coroner says it was an accident, so it was an accident. So nothing's going to be done. On paper, it's an accident. They're still suing them. Yeah, because still, like, even if it was an accident, like, how does that... How does someone get so fucking hurt from a training? Like, Mm -hmm. But are they looking into these rape allegations now? I don't know. I mean, I I really fucking hope hope so. At the very least, his death could get that brought into the spotlight. Yeah, I hope so too. Then maybe they will try them later from other evidence they might find on the road. I'm assuming they probably still have or, you know, have or had an investigation going in relation to that. But who knows, because the government's corrupt and police are corrupt and... Everyone's corrupt. Yeah. Except me and you. Yeah. (laughs) So, anyways, I thought that was deeply disturbing. Yeah, that kind of stuff is horrifying, and that they get away with it. And well, you know, allegedly, it's real. Like people doing fucked up shit at that level is real. Like mm-hmm. that. Oh, we level. saw it. We saw it in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. That was like deeply upsetting. Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah, it's really a shame. Well. Our last little bit of content for you. What you got in store for us? I don't know how many loud-ass cars are going to drive by, but... Ten million. I don't know. But a lot. Everyone in your neighborhood that owns one, I guess. Yeah. Well, a friend of mine named Rory just started a podcast with a few of his buds called Film Talk. And they had an episode where they all went over their top five favorite horror movies or scary movies and it's that season and it's that spooky season so you know one of the reasons rory and i were good friends was we both love movies and talk about them so i was inspired to pick a few of my favorite movies and share them with you guys i thought that might be interesting so i just want to start this off with a question for you mallory okay do you remember the first scary movie you ever saw That is a really good question. I will preface this by saying I was not allowed to watch a lot of scary or quote-unquote bad stuff as a child because my parents are such prudes. (laughs) I mean, I wasn't even allowed to watch Captain Planet because it was an environmentalist show. Oh, what the fuck? Isn't that fucking stupid? That's crazy. (laughs) Environmentalist. Yeah. You think like maybe like violence superheroes or something like, i know but environmental no. i wasn't allowed to watch power rangers Fuck the earth. i know <laughs> i wasn't allowed to watch power rangers power either. power rangers because they my mom said that it got us too hyped up and we were like <laughs> karate <laughs> chopping everyone <laughs> that's a better reason than my parents had it was just too violent well yeah that was the main reason but like we well also- i guess that yeah mm-hmm. yeah I guess that's probably the same, but oh my God. Okay. Let me think. 
I remember the first time I was truly horrified watching a movie, like in our family. I really can't remember if I saw something quote unquote scary prior to this. I was probably like, I would probably say 12, honestly. Mm-hmm. And we had watched, hang on, I gotta Google what it, I don't fucking remember the name of the movie. I know part I of it. I can't wait to know what it is. It's probably not even, a, it's probably more of a thriller than a, okay. Oh, 2001? Okay, I was definitely 14. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I remember the first time being truly like freaked out watching a movie was the movie The Glass House. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? With the girl. What the name? fuck is her name? Mira Sobieski. Lily Sobieski. Yes, Lily Sobieski. That movie sucked. Well, do you remember in the movie where there's this part where she's like in bed and I can't remember if it's her mom or some other person and she wakes up and they're dead? No, that's awful. And they're just laying there with... They made her eyes look like a blind person's eyes for some reason. cloudy or something. Yes, exactly. And they just showed, like, that dead person's face, like, laying there in bed. And I was horrified. I can't believe your parents let you watch that movie. I don't know that they knew... Well, I was 14. I mean... (laughs) It's probably PG-13. Yeah. It is (laughs) PG-13. But the other movie that I remember watching, and this was also a 2001 movie, was The Others. And that was probably oh, yeah. my first true, like, like... Was that the one at the orphanage? It was a house that people lived in, and there were people that, like, worked at the house, but they ended up being ghosts. Yeah. Was Nicole Kidman in that? Yes. Yes. She was. Nicole Kidman. So Grace, the devoutly religious mother of Anne and Nicholas, moves her family to the English coast during World War II. I thought it was like an orphanage, but I guess it was... It's one of those, like, the sick kid lays in bed type, like, you know, <laughs> like Secret Garden, how there's like that <laughs> sick kid and he's just like... Ugh. Yeah. And they have to do that treatment where they wind that thingy and then he's like <laughs> being shocked. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I still love that movie. I watched that movie a million times. Yeah. Well, so I'm sure I've told you this story. Were you uh, going to say something? No, I was going to ask you what your first yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to tell you. Okay. I think I've told you this story, but when I was around four or so, damn, I attended preschool and I remember there were like two teenage girls that were in charge. They weren't normally there. Oh, but I remember they turned the lights out and they rolled a TV in and they put on Edward Scissorhands. Are you serious? And immediately, <laughs> and immediately after that, they gave us a fucking double feature. They put on Gremlins. <laughs> I was fucking like, I had to be like four years old. What the fuck is wrong with them? Why I don't would know. they do that? But all I do know is I. Like, did not want to sit on the toilet after I watched Gremlins. I, I've never watched it again since. Oh, I've never seen any of the Gremlins my movies. God. Except for that one time. But I remember this, like, fucking demon critter comes out of the toilet. <laughs> and I was like, I am not putting my ass on that toilet. Yeah. 
another thing that happened due to this trauma that was caused to me in preschool. Well, I was very impressed by Edward Scissorhands. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Did you see that movie? Yeah, I have. I love that movie. Yeah, it's a good one. I remember he had like he was giving people haircuts and he you know obviously he has scissors for hands and he's like giving haircuts so i had a babysitter one day yeah and i decided hey i'm gonna do that but with my own hair (laughs) (laughs) yes did you do you have photographic evidence of this i don't oh no i don't think it was too bad oh i don't remember honestly but i do remember (laughs) like ever since then i feel like i just had this like love for darker stuff yeah ever since then i was like all into the adams family Mm -hmm. movies like anything like kind of creepy or scary like yeah as a kid casper i definitely was into that stuff too and i don't know where that came from but i mean we watched like tim burton movies too in our house but usually it was my it was my dad's influence not my mom yeah my mom like had nothing to do with it because yeah. <laughs> she would rather me just watch the bible being read Veggie by <laughs> yeah <laughs> that reminds me read though, by who <laughs> by the pastor is what i was gonna say i don't know that reminds me my sister abby who was on an episode not too long ago with us she i can't remember how old she, she was probably like five or six maybe no, she had to have been younger because she wasn't even in kindergarten yet. So she was probably like four. Went to preschool and came home with a different haircut. <laughs> and she like chopped all her fucking pegs off. <laughs> and she blamed it on this girl named Jenny. Oh, and no. then we later found out that it was not Jenny. It was Abby. Oh, Abby. <laughs> She's such a precious soul. I know. Oh, man. <laughs> So I think that was my gateway into my love for scary movies. And I don't like your typical scary movies. I'm not like a huge fan of like slasher movies or I'm not either. gory movies Mm-mm. or like any of like the blockbuster type yeah. scary movies. You know, I'm like pretty cool, like really cool scary movies. I need like it to ones be... you never heard about. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. I, well, for a long time, I really, because I grew up. Christian and literally believing demons were real. Mm-hmm. Anything paranormal just got me to the core. Yeah. Like literally thought demons were gonna come through my TV. Yes. <laughs> so oh. I'm gonna start with my favorite movie. And it's pretty commonplace, but I'm gonna recommend to you guys if you haven't watched it, The Shining. We watched it in theaters at like a historic theater in Atlanta. It was really cool. They played like the old film version mobile. Yeah, they played it on the old format. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. That was awesome. I I, I totally forgot about that, to be honest with you. I forgot about it too until I was like thinking like, oh, what should I say about this? Yeah. Yes, we did that. And that was awesome. That was awesome. Do you remember what else we saw at the Plaza Theater? The Room. (laughs) And who did we meet while we were there? We met Tommy Wiseau and and Greg Greg Sestero, yes. And they signed like we both bought DVDs and they signed them. And mine says Ashley. Like, look, he. So Greg, I mean, uh, 
Tommy Wiseau signed both of our DVDs. Mm -hmm. My name, Mallory, was spelled correctly. Mm -hmm. Ashley's was spelled (laughs) A-S-H-E-L-E-Y or something like that. No, it was like A-S-H-L-A-Y or something. (laughs) Something crazy. Like, how do you (laughs) fuck up the name Ashley? And he is just as weird as you would ever imagine. Oh, he's so weird. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's not an act. That was like one of the best times of my life. That was amazing. <laughs> that was so... Oh, man. Wish I could relive that night. I wonder I wonder what he's doing right now. Like literally right now? Yeah, like Tommy was out. What, what is he doing right now? What if he's on the toilet? He's like blowing ass. <laughs> I bet you anything he's in a bubble bath, like fully high on pain meds or something. Probably fully high on pain meds. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. That's I can sad, see that. But... I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, back to The Shining. So I don't see this film as particularly scary, but that may be because I've seen it like a million times. I think I first saw it when I was like a younger teenager, and I think I watched it with my dad. And the reason I'm thinking that is because I remember being on the couch and during the scene with the naked old lady in the bathtub, mm-hmm. or the naked lady in the mm, bathtub, yes. I covered my face with a blanket and watched through the holes in the blanket because I didn't want my dad to know I was looking at oh. boobies. <laughs> anyway. This is my almost my favorite type of scary movie now is it makes you feel more disturbed than scared. Exactly. Yeah. And my next thing I wrote. Like, this is going to sound so pretentious, but I just really love this movie because of the way the cinematography and the score make me feel. Yeah. Well, I love Stanley Kubrick because of that. Yeah. Just period. Like, Clockwork Orange, oh my God. So, for anyone who hasn't seen it, it's very foreboding and ominous and just, like, intense Mm -hmm. sounding. Mm -hmm. And the, like, sweeping aerial views and yes stuff like that uh-huh mm-hmm. yeah it's just oh so good timberline lodge the yeah outdoor aerial shots yeah. i went there last yeah. year <laughs> or this year we talked about that in one of our episodes yes so i'm sure most people know what it's about but it's loosely based on stephen king's novel the shining Stephen King probably wouldn't want me to say that because he literally hates this movie. Does he really? I didn't know that. It's not true to the book. So he was just like real butthurt about that. Oh, get over it. I love Stephen King and I also love Stanley Kubrick. So whatever. Yeah. You guys just need to get your shit together. You're both legends. Work it out. Well, Stanley's dead. (laughs) (laughs) And please don't die, Stephen King. Oh my God. How old is he now? He's got to be in his 70s, right? He's old. I went to his house last year. That's right. I didn't go in, but like in I Maine. stood outside Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Oh my God. So cool. Yeah, we went to Maine last year. Bangor was, that's where he lives. But anyway, all of his books seem to take place there. Anyway, let me just get back to this. <laughs> so The Shining, it's about a man named Jack Torrance who takes a job as a caretaker of the Overlook Hotel while it's closed for the winter. Jack brings his wife and young son and uses the peace and quiet as an opportunity to work on his writing. But there are supernatural forces at work in the hotel and Jack begins to lose his mind. Also, Danny Torrance has some psychic abilities and that's yes. what The Shining is referencing. The Shining, yeah, that is The Shining. Mm-hmm. 
So there's two other films related to The Shining that I also love. A documentary called Room 237. Yes. Do you remember that? Didn't Stanley Kubrick's daughter make that or something? Or did she make a different one? I don't remember, to be honest. But it largely talks about different interpretations of the film. And another one is Dr. Sleep. And I think this is the last movie I saw in theaters before COVID. It's the sequel to The Shining. I never saw that. So it's centered around Danny Torrance, which is the young boy in the original movie. The guy who plays Danny and Dr. Sleep, it's Ewan Ewan McGregor. <laughs> Ewan McGregor. I hate that name. Ewan. 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 That's probably Ewan. But fun fact, the actor who played Danny in the original, his name's Danny Lloyd. He makes an appearance in Dr. Sleep as a spectator at a baseball game. So yeah. The Shining is, it's now like a comfort movie for me. It's like one yeah. of those things you put on in the background. But if you haven't seen it, it's it's really creepy. There's some really creepy visuals. The music is super like ominous. And Shelley Duvall, I heard that she was like really pushed a lot during this movie. To yes. The, to the extent that she was like actually terrified in yeah. the movie. Have you heard that she's like kind of gone crazy? Yeah, she's. I think she is bipolar or something. I thought it was more extreme than that, but I don't. I don't uh, know. I know she has a lot of problems. I've seen yeah. pictures of her recently. It's very sad. Yeah. I'll just go on to my next recommendation: Hereditary. I have not seen this one. I've told you to watch it. So I know. Many times. I know. So this movie scared the shit out of me. Oh my god! Oh my god! The first time I saw it in theaters, I was visiting my sister in Athens. We went late at night. We really didn't know anything about the movie. Yeah. We went to this, like, old historic theater. Like, what's it called? Cine? Have you been there? Mm -hmm. It's, like, an old indie theater. They have a bar. Ooh. But we went there, and when we left, we were just (laughs) both so fucking shell-shocked and horrified. We went to the restroom, and someone came out of the stall... (laughs) And everyone that had come into the restroom after the movie literally screamed because we were all just so <laughs> fucking fucked up after the movie. <laughs> it was so scary. Oh my god, that's so amazing. And it's kind of hard to describe what it's about, but Tony Collette is the main character, and she is one of my most favorite actresses of all time. She plays the mother who is mourning the loss of her own mother and the family starts to uncover some of her mother's secrets and then learns that there's like an evil legacy that they've inherited. That's just like to put it vaguely, it's, and that's not even, it's not even so much about the story as it's about how it makes you feel. There's just some really fucking shocking moments that you're just not going to, ever anticipate happening and when it does the emotion like that follows or like the pause that follows is just so hardcore that it's just intense i'm Um, gonna have to watch it with my brother because brent would never watch the shit with me so now that i live with my brother i'm gonna have to get him to watch it with me because i will not be watching this alone yeah i wouldn't recommend that it's also just like insanely creepy and when i tell you I was horrified the first time I watched this movie. I can't reiterate that enough. 
So this was directed by Ari Oster. I think I'm saying that wrong, but who cares? Mm-hmm. Ari Oster. Ari 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 Oster. But I really like him, and I'm really excited to see more movies that he puts together. But he did Midsummer. I don't know if you saw that, Mm-mm. which was also something I really liked. All of his movies seem to be like insanely unsettling and creepy. And he did this one short. Holy shit, you're going to have to watch it. It's called The Strange Thing About the Johnsons. It is maybe like 10 minutes long. I don't remember. But you can find it online. I'm not even going to tell you what it's about. But it is messed up. Oh, wow. Yeah, he he has got some warped things going on. (laughs) But I love it. So my next recommendation is It Follows. I've not seen this one either. You have a lot to do today. I have a lot. <laughs> Tonight. Today? Tonight? Tonight? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My brother's out of town and Brent's at a friend's house. I ain't doing this shit tonight. <laughs> um, so one of my most loved films is It Follows. And I think I saw this in theaters probably three plus times. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn. So I this is hit or miss with people, this movie. Okay. I loved it so much that I convinced our friends Paul, Daniel, and Morgan to go see it with us mm-hmm. in at the plaza. And I was so mad because well Paul liked it, but our other two friends hated it and they were like making fun of it during the movie and I was just like, shut up. Oh my god. Oh my god, that's so the worst. <laughs> yeah, when you like something and then people are like, ooh, this is so lame. And then they talk through the whole entire movie. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> what? How can you not like it as much as me? Yeah. But It Follows is about a curse that is spread from one person to another through sexual intercourse. Oh, weird. Yeah. So the curse takes the form of anyone. So basically, the curse is this person, and it could transform into any person. And it will slowly pursue you until it either kills you or you pass the curse to someone else. So imagine a slow zombie, but they're normal. A normal. So the person. curse leaves you once you have sex with somebody. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's passed on to them. Damn, I'd be like, who's gonna fuck me? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey, baby, let's go. Let's get this done. But you have to not like, like, you have to know, like, that's gonna affect them, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. God, so, it's an ethical dilemma as well. Yeah, it's, very ethical. it's an ethical dilemma. What makes this movie scary for me is that the monster isn't scary at all. It's a person walking toward you. Yeah. And they just right. seem a little bit not right. There's just something off. <sighs> they're staring straight at you, walking slowly. They don't belong where they're supposed to be. Like, they're not supposed to be there. For example... An old lady walking through a high school. Yeah. Naked. Oh my god. That would be insane. Or something. I, I don't remember if that was the case, but something like that. So the music is amazing. It's by an artist called Disaster Piece. It's like really heavy synth music, and it just adds to this really intense tension. Mm-hmm. Music is definitely... It's key. Yes. Absolutely key in a scary movie. Any movie, really. I mean, honestly. for sure. 
And the film is really disorienting because you can't really tell what point in time it's filmed. Like, you can't tell what era it's supposed to take place in. Oh, weird. There's, like, this almost 80s haze over it. And that synth music kind of adds to that. But then you see old technology, like those big clunky TVs. But then you also see smartphones. But it's not, like, a normal smartphone. This one girl has this almost like... Did you ever play with Polly Pockets? Yes. She has almost like this seashell Polly Pocket. Oh. And it's like a little phone. And I was like so enamored by that. I was like, I need that phone. I, know, yeah. I want that. I want it too. I really want that. <laughs> like Movie, really bad. It's really good. Really like suspenseful and tense. Um, but I have to admit, I actually really hated the ending. It felt kind of cheesy, like an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark, which no hate, I love Are You Afraid of the Dark. Yeah, hell yeah. But the ending didn't make a difference to me. I still love this movie so much. And the unsettling tension the whole way through the movie was what made it up for me 100%. So totally would recommend It Follows. I think it's on Netflix now. (sighs) Oh, you know this one? Okay. So my next recommendation is The Ritual. This um, one was so good. I know. We've oh. seen it so many times. My husband loves this one so much. The Ritual is a horror movie produced by Netflix, and it's about a group of buddies that decide to go on a backpacking trip in the Scandinavian wilderness to honor a friend of theirs that was senselessly murdered. So the group of friends had gone out for drinks one night, mm-hmm. and they were talking about like maybe a guy's trip they could take, and this one guy in the group was suggesting like a backpacking trip in Sweden and they leave and they go to get more alcohol and he is murdered in the process so the group decides in his honor they're going to take this trip and you know bond together in his memory during the trip the group takes a wrong turn and gets lost in this dense dark forest and they discover like all these creepy symbols and trees like all these like really creepy things Mm -hmm. they stumble upon an abandoned shack where it looks like some real weird culty shit has gone down and there's something lurking in the woods and it starts taking them out one by one so the thing i like about this movie is you only see like little glimpses throughout the movie of what's taking down all the people yeah you don't really know what's going on Mm -hmm. um but then at the very end it's all like revealed and it's like worth the wait. Do yes. you remember the the monster at the end of the yes. movie? Yeah. My, one of my favorite things about this movie is how fucking beautiful it is. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. And I think it was filmed in Romania, yeah, wasn't it? it was. It was um, in the Carpathian Mountains. Yeah. Which I thought was so super interesting. Pretty. And when we were in... I think we were in Maine. We were like, oh my god, we feel like we're in the ritual. Because there's this one forest we were walking through... And it had the trees with all the branches sticking out, like super oh. spiky, like in this movie. And it was like super creepy. Oh my God, that's scary. <laughs> I wouldn't be like, oh my God. I cannot get into scary movies where they show the monster. There's like jump scares and stuff like that. Yeah. I love not knowing. The not knowing is the scary part. And I mean, then yeah, I think at the same. very end when they reveal it and it's good. And it's actually not fucking bullshit yeah and it doesn't look like garbage and it's like actually something like whoa this is weird the movie's based on i think like 
Norse mythology, too. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. But really enjoyed this one. That was a good one. Yep. And then my final recommendation is not a movie. It's actually a TV series. This show was on the Sci-Fi Network, and I discovered the show on a plane. I watched the first season on a flight back from somewhere for work, but I don't have cable or anything, so I ended up buying most of the seasons on Amazon. But I do know that the last one is on Shudder, if anyone has Shudder. You haven't said what it's called yet. Oh. Well, (laughs) since I've kept you waiting, I'll let you know. It's called Channel Zero. I remember you telling me about this Mm -hmm. before, and I have not watched it. So Channel Zero was on Sci-Fi Network, available on Amazon. Last season is on Shudder. It was canceled, unfortunately. But there are four seasons. They're all completely different, four different stories, and they are influenced by different creepypastas. Oh, Um, interesting. And if you don't know what that means, it's basically like an urban legend passed on through the internet. Mm Mm-hmm. And my favorite stories from the series, season two, which is called No End House, and season four, which is called The Dream Door. So I'll just tell you a little bit about those two seasons. Okay. They are so good. They are so good. Oh my God. (laughs) Everything I like about all the other movies is like wrapped up into this TV show, which I love a TV show. I like watch more TV shows than I watch movies now. Same. But... No End House is about a teenage girl named Margot who is grieving the recent death of her dad. When her best friend returns home from college, the two decide to visit the No End House, which is a mysterious art installation slash haunted house that seems to travel ominously and without explanation around the globe. Crazy. So there are six rooms in the house and each is catered to your own personal fears and experiences and each room gets increasingly disturbing but once you reach a certain point you can't return you can't go back you have no choice but to make it to the sixth room where you may or may not escape that sounds pretty like surface level but the story is so deep and the visuals and the emotions they evoke are so sad and disturbing and it's another one of those stories that has like this just off kilter vibe like of a nightmare. It feels like you're in a nightmare, but it's so good. I know you would love it so much. Oh my God. I've told you about it so many times. I know. I gotta, <laughs> I'm just going to bite the bullet and buy it. So my other favorite season was called The Dream Door. It's the fourth season. And it's about a man and his wife who inherit the husband's childhood home. One day, a strange door appears in the basement that wasn't there before. Just like out of nowhere. Door in the basement that was not there. Weird. And I don't want to tell you too much about this season because I think it's better that you just go into it knowing that. And But I have to say there are so many like insane characters in this show, like creatures, characters, like things. It's so imaginative and creepy, but every season of Channel Zero is great and the cinematography just like makes it one hundo gotta recommend it one fucking hundo yeah oh my god 
So if you guys are like me and no longer attend Halloween parties and just want to like veg out, get a little creeped out, mm-hmm. you should definitely check out these movies and this show. I'm in the mood. I'm in the mood. I loved this segment. That was awesome. Yay! I loved it. Cool. Well, I'd like to say thank you for the inspiration to the Film Talk podcast. So go check them out. They they do all sorts of movie and that kind of stuff if you're interested in that. If you're a film buff. If you're a film buff. <laughs> but that's all I got. Well, that was good. Awesome. That was really good. Well, damn. We, uh... We're releasing this week, so three weeks in a row, but don't expect another one next week. <laughs> this is not going to be the norm. We're going to be going back to our normally scheduled programming. It just so happened, like, I ended up having to go out of town next week, so. Yeah, we don't want to leave you hanging. Yes, but Mallory is going to be telling us a story I'm, next time. I'm next up. And as I said last time, it better be fucking good. Oh, it will be. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. <laughs> no. Guys, oh amp Mallory up with good reviews so she like gives us the best fucking story ever. Yeah. And you can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Facebook. You can email us. You can do all that. Yep. And we love hearing your good feedback. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like the bad feedback. No, we we do we do appreciate any constructive criticism for sure, but not if you're fucking rude about it. So, yeah. Anyway, and also your good feedback makes us want to continue doing this because yes, sometimes we're just like so tired. Yeah, yeah. So just keep us keep us in your thoughts and prayers. Keep us in your thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Prayer requests, please. Yeah. I have an unspoken prayer request. <laughs> you remember yes. that shit? Oh, my God. I went to a Christian school, like, the latter half of my high school career. Just... And drama was yes. spread through. You knew you knew two bitches were fighting. And one friend would be like, I have an unspoken. Yeah. I have an unspoken. An unspoken. That's right. You wouldn't say unspoken prayer request. You'd say an unspoken. Yeah, Just an period. Unspoken. unspoken. And then they'd, like, look at their friend, like, Oh my god. Someone I know <laughs> is dabbling in Satan's playground. Oh my god. So amazing. Fucking unspoken, man. Well, pray for us. Please. Or do some toad venom ritual. Just yeah. kidding. Don't do that. Take DMT and think about us and tell us what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guys, we'll see you in a couple weeks and. Besos. Oh. Will we be releasing before Halloween? This will be coming out before Halloween for sure. Okay, but the next one may not. If we don't release before Halloween, yeah, before Halloween. Happy fucking Halloween, bitches. Happy Halloween. Dress up scary and give lots of candy with lots of drugs in it to kids. <laughs> just kidding. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> do not do that. Oh, okay, goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Hey Google, how do you say diarrhea in Italian? In Italian, that's diarrhea. <laughs> do you want me to translate? No. <laughs>